welcome to Just Watch It. I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrea Tomlinson. So, Andrea, how you been? Well, there's been some stress. We've discussed my fish tank and my fish here before. <laughs> and a couple of my fish had fish babies. They're really fucking cute. They're really cute. They were, like, they're the size of, like, I mean, when they were born, they're the size of, like, I don't know, this is gross, but like a fingernail clipping. I guess I could have said a grain <laughs> of rice instead. And they were, I was like, I kind of saw them. I was like, I thought it was maybe just, I don't know, crap floating around. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, they're moving on their they own. Were, they were, when I saw them, I was like, they're so cute. They're so tiny. And you're like, you should have seen them when they were small. And I was like, they still are. Really <laughs> they're small. really small. They're not supposed to give you male, there's a female fish at a fish store. At a pet store. Is that like the general rule that they're all supposed to be males? I don't know, but because it's like, you know, when you go, there's a little sign that says like male guppy. And like, I never thought of it. I never okay. thought about the idea of them breeding. And now, and then it was, I mean, in the beginning, it was like a little soap opera. I feel like father. it's so hard to even keep fish alive that I'm like impressed that you managed to get one to That's read, why... like procreate. Well, and then it was fun at first because I was like, should I try and keep this alive? And I'm like, I'm not doing all that work separating them out and stuff. It's ridiculous. And that <laughs> like was. Like if they get eaten, they get eaten. And I was kind of like, <laughs> I hope that there's like, yeah, exactly. And I was, I was hoping maybe two would live, not more. And now they're all still swimming. You are literally like Octomom, where she had a bunch <laughs> of embryos, and they were like, do you want to put in two more embryos, or do you want to just go for them all and hopefully some die? And then they just fucking didn't die. And then you have eight babies, <laughs> and you're doing porn. But like, I'm worried that there's going to be more and more and more. <laughs> and you're going to have to do porn eventually? Because, yeah, it was- And you're not even acknowledging this. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> You do know what I'm talking about, right? I don't. That's why I was kind of just smiling and nodding. You don't know about Octomom? Oh, Octomom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she does porn. She now? ended up doing porn. She had like 13 fucking children <laughs> and had no way to support them. And it was, yeah, it was a real show. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to do that to pay, to pay I mean, for sh what she should have done is just get some poor husband that she abused on TV for five years and then go through a horrific divorce. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, more to pay That's for John and Kate plus eight. <laughs> <laughs> I I would more just have to maybe sell lemonade for a day and I would make enough money to buy food to to keep them alive. <laughs> what, what are you putting in the lemonade? No, I just mean that one of those containers of food costs like four dollars. Oh, oh, understood, understood. So I <laughs> you just have to not buy a box of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yeah, understood. I'll go without one day. Um. <laughs> But now they're all still swimming. So if anybody wants some fish, although I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to this are people I've already asked. <laughs> you did try to ask me if I wanted more pets. And I was like, no, of all the animals I have, fish would be hardest to keep alive. Well, good. I am I was telling my mom, I was like, should I just like not feed them and just like the strongest survive to get down these numbers? In the I can't do that, though. Just bring them back to the pet store. Or I told you, I'll, I'll ask my mom if she can use some for her water tanks. They it die sucks because I'm pretty there, but... sure they're all they're all females. But I now know how to tell the difference between a girl and a boy on Molly's. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because they all die in in the, in the water thing anyway right like the water trough i don't think it's like even worth it though to to drive them that far just, just let me know what happens okay don't. we'll see how it goes just was... whatever you do don't flush them because we found out about the giant goldfish that live in like lakes because people flush them i don't think those keep getting bigger and bigger i don't think they get bigger you than don't know inches. andrea you don't know what the impact to the the ecology could be Every every action has a reaction. Do you in think the they would stay alive if you flushed them? They apparently those goldfish did. I mean, like make it to the end. Maybe I'll do. Apparently, that's what the goldfish. No, don't do that. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> then there's gonna be like in twenty years that this outbreak of these fucking guppies in San Jose, and I'm gonna be like, this was your fault. <laughs> this was your fault. Even though it's probably a million people that do it, but I'm gonna be like, this is your fault, and well, you're gonna feel overwhelming guilt. <laughs> And then you're not supposed to flush, like, dead ones either because, like, um, well, if they, like, die of a disease or whatever, because then it's, you like, that disease. The water but, like, I, I did do that with one of my dead frogs. 
But it was because they like seem dead for a while and then you'll take them out and then they're hopping all <gasps> over the floor. What? That happened. Really? I told you about that. No, you did not tell me about Zombie Frog. Yeah, they they seem like they're dead, and so I was taking them out to move them, and I was, I mean, he made it to the floor, and, like, I'm, like, frantically trying to, because you can't grab them with your hands, they're so they're little, so and I'm little trying to, and, and, like, Riley saw literally not, I mean, she saw me freaking out and was alarmed at my behavior, <laughs> but did not see the frog, had no idea it was there. And then I, <laughs> I can only imagine her confusion like you doing this minor freak out and she's know. like what's happening but I was like if he's not dead I don't want him to spend his last moments like suffocating in the right? trash I would Aww. rather him at least go so that was my that was that that's was my rank <laughs> that's why I was like at least I'll flush him and then if he is I was pretty sure he was dead but like oh I didn't I didn't want him to have that death like <laughs> you did not tell me about zombie frog I didn't know I told that. you that big child Hungus died. Yeah, oh, yeah you did, didn't tell me that that he hopped out. Hilarious the... ending. <laughs> it was insane because I put him in another jar to quarantine him, and I was like, I feel bad that he has to spend his last moments alone, but I'm trying to protect the other, the yeah. others. Yeah, it's a real like <laughs> apocalypse type situation there. No, there's so much drama with my fish. I don't even. Need their own reality show. <laughs> I know. Just add little voices to them. I know. It's really funny. <laughs> Well, anything else other than fish drama happening? I mean, that's been the main thing other than me taking your husband to go scuba diving all the time. <laughs> yeah, you just, you know, hoard him. It's okay, then I get alone time at home. <laughs> nice. Still afraid of drain. Changing that position. Yeah, I mean, that's it's like, it's fine if you're not gonna ch- I would never, like, try it's like too expensive and like it's too everything or as like as like connor said about it he's like he was saying he's surprised that we go so often because he's like there's so many moving parts like to make it happen i'm glad connor and i feel the same way because (laughs) i'm like this just seems like a lot of work for a hobby like phil i mean phil's like the same way and he doesn't understand how i am where i'm just like i know that you love surfing so much and like i think it's kind of fun but, like, the fact that I have to get off my couch <laughs> and then put on a swimsuit and then bring all of my stuff and then get there and put on a wetsuit, which is difficult, and then put on booties, which is difficult, and then go into really cold water, which is difficult. <laughs> oh, and to carry the board from wherever we've parked, which parking is difficult. Yeah. And then I have to carry the board, which is difficult. And then I have to get in the water. Like, it's all fucking difficult. And, like, everything, <laughs> like, and, like, diving is, like, 10 times that right right you have so much equipment it's so expensive you have a worse wetsuit to put on you have to put a hood on you have all this equipment i was like it just looks so uncomfortable it's a whole nother world down there we've also got our backpacking trip coming up one of two yes it's so funny because like i'll talk to my coworkers. i'll they'll be like any plans for the weekend i'll be like yeah i'm going scuba diving or you probably see yeah going so for this backpack that's exactly what i was gonna say and i was like i literally sound so adventurous but like or i'm like yeah we're going whitewater raft and we're like doing this i'm <laughs> i know i know but so many activities <laughs> and then i'm like around for all of them but i don't do them except for the backpacking um uh you go on so many adventures with my husband uh i know <laughs> so the backpacking i know i i have another doctor's appointment for my foot Friday, I hope that it works out because I walk in order to backpack. It's yeah. kind of key. Yeah, so. I think it's going to be a hard one too. So yeah, and then we have another one planned for August, which is what we're preparing ourselves mentally for, which is in Yosemite, which is basically doing what is the, a mountain that is across from Half Dome. So, um, okay, so Andrea, let's circle back around to the movie the podcast yeah the actual (laughs) podcast do you have any idea of what uh well so i know that we're doing the really bad movie that you've been teasing Mm -hmm. since like the beginning and so first she kept what kept saying like you're gonna you're gonna hate it and this and that and i love bad movies so i was thinking like i think if you like it like i think i'll like it like i don't know why you're saying that but then you were so insistent that i was going to hate it that I began to think maybe it's like a kid's movie. And then you said, if we watch it at your house, will your mom be there? 
So I was like, oh, it's an erotic film. <laughs> <laughs> and then like days later. Why would I ever do that to anyone? And then like days later, I was like, it's probably just your regular movie where there's like a sex scene or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, because what I think what... I said to Andrea was, there might be boobs. And she was like, what? Why don't you know that? And I was like, because I'm only on TV when I was like 12. It's I don't like... know. Like on Wedding Crashers, there's boobs, but that doesn't happen on TV. Oh. And even on like a normal cut of the movie, I don't think it, maybe it was like, it's like on the normal cut, but like, yeah, it's like, you don't miss anything by the boobs not being there. It was totally unnecessary. <laughs> like they often are. Right. In movies and TV, and yes. I mean, not for reproduction. Yes. There aren't a lot of instances where I'm like, the boobs made that scene much more emotional. <laughs> um, so the reason I keep saying that is because this movie has a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Which is, like, quite the accomplishment. It's, like, easier to get a 96 than it is to get a 4. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And then, like, so that, but then IMDb gives it a 4.3 out of 10, which is, like, 40%, right? That's... 43% or whatever. I've hardly Google, seen anything on IMDb that's ever below like two though. So like four, yeah, 40, okay. four point. Google says 75%. Voodoo says 4.1 out of five. So we just like know the clientele that are using Voodoo. <laughs> wait, wait, what was Voodoo again? 4.1 out of five. Oh my God. <laughs> so anyways, uh, oh, you know what? I did finally watch. Sorry, this is a real tangent but oh my God. i finally watched with phil and his co-worker who were visiting shawshank redemption oh you hadn't seen that i've never seen it oh my god it's so funny i feel like you and i've broached this topic before because i've made jokes about shawshank and then you said something and i was like i haven't seen it and you're like wait you just made a joke about it i was like well i get it like culturally <laughs> i get it like i know that something happens like <laughs> and so i had phil watch it with his co-worker who was here and it was um very good it was long um, it's like one of the top 100 to movies the of all time right? i know i know it was, it was good i lived know, up to the i hype. know that my anyways liked it i would i would tell others to just watch it but the rest of the world has already watched it yeah. <laughs> phil hadn't watched it um okay but that's because he's from a small town in germany okay wait so so the movie are so you what's ready? the movie are you ready for this yeah it's called biodome Okay. And it has lots of 90s famous people in it. It's pretty bad. But I liked it <laughs> I'll as be the a judge kid. Of that. I think that as a kid, I liked the concept. And, like, you'll see what happens. But, like, as a kid, your imagination could, like, totally kind of go with the concept, despite, like, all the debauchery that's happening. What is the concept? Or do you want me to just sit and find out? No, the concept is that these two idiots get trapped into a science experiment where they get stuck in the biodome oh for a year. So the biodome is like them trying to like create like a perfect earth on earth, have everything like all the, all the natural systems connecting and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like Sounds creating nice. rain. And whatever. Yeah. Like, like it seems cool. Though, right. <laughs> like as a kid, you'd be like, yeah. I'd be down to get trapped in there for a year. Yeah. This seems fun. There's like a like jungle section that I would be like, Oh, they're like swimming in that shit would be awesome. <laughs> didn't know about the pipes at the time but uh, <laughs> that's true there's, there's probably a lot of pipes there's probably extra pipes in there because it's artificial exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> so anyways yeah it's um yeah i it was just on all the time and so we watched it a lot as kids and i was like thinking of random old bad movies that i think that you should watch and now we we'll have biodome in common oh i'm God. looking forward to it okay this is like the era of Polly shore so if you don't know him, you'll get to know him. But he had quite I've a few. I've only heard that name referenced in a negative way on Family Guy. Yeah. Not in a night, not that negative, more like jokingly. I don't know. That's the only time I've even heard that name. Though. Fair enough. Fair enough. He, he seems all right, but um, he's been missing for a while. So <laughs> like a missing person? No, like from Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Are you ready, Andrea? Yeah, I'm ready. Even though now I know it's not erotic. I'm less interested. Just kidding. Well, we don't know. Maybe there's boobs. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. We're back. We watched Biodome. How do you feel, Andrea? 
we're recording this a few days after we watched it, but not long enough for me to get. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had some time to marinate. So we'll just see if this falls in into the good, bad, or bad, bad. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this movie was so random, but Connor had heard of it. Said, "Oh, that's like, that's like kind of funny. It's stupid." And but to be fair, like every obscure movie we've done, he's heard of except for Walking the Halls. Walking so, the Halls is wildly obscure. Yeah, that was like a lifetime movie. Um, yeah, no, I mean this was on TV all the time, so I'm not surprised that he saw it or heard of it. But yeah. it is definitely a weird like slice of the '90s where like Polly Shore was really big for just like four movies. It's like if Will Ferrell had had like Talladega Nights and Elf and I don't know what else. Like, Glory. yeah, no, that one was bad. But like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, pick Will Ferrell's four biggest movies and then just put them in the span of five years and then Will Ferrell falls off the face of the planet and no one likes him anymore. Like, <laughs> that's kind of what happened. And so... That's wild. Uh, um, and Polly Shore seems like a nice guy, so kind of a bummer, but, you know. Safe. So, Andrea, you want to start the recap here or would you like me to start? I'll start. So, you start off with a very long credit sequence where Andrea like, was like I hate long. this already well it's so long like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies so they have such a long like credit thing in the beginning where but I'm those always amp like me up. those ones are like a little too even those ones are like a little too long but then at least I get to watch Spider-Man after <laughs> but these ones I'm like I don't know what's coming out but I always love this one. like I love like the long James Bond intros and yeah I like, yeah, I like the Spider-Man ones and like the you just like get so excited for it especially when it's one that you've been like waiting for like it's very like that's true this is um, not that movie i understand do you want to talk about that person that we saw in the credits that we were like what the fuck kylie minogue or oh we saw patricia hurst <laughs> and i was like is that fucking patty hurst are they trying to like cover up patty hurst <laughs> It's like when Tubuck Chuck is called Charles Shaw. Yeah, right? And you're like, no, no. <laughs> I tried this really great Charles Shaw wine. You have to like put it together. You're like, no. Well, we thought, we thought like it was like, just like a person, like an unfortunate, or like a person who an happened unfortunately to be named, named person. And, like that's why it said Patricia <laughs> Hurst, because she's like, at least call me Patricia. Right. Like, but. That was so weird. Like, Katy Perry's name is actually Kate Hudson, but because hey, right. Kate Hudson is Kate Hudson, she had to be something else. Right. <laughs> and then, it wasn't immediate, but, like, it's one point in the middle of the movie or something. Like, it is Patty Hearst. Like, you looked it up. I googled it. Yeah, it's when like, we, like, look, it, she is their mom who is seen on screen for all of, like, 15 seconds, drowning one of them. But she, like, doesn't have a beret <laughs> or an assault weapon, so, like, you don't recognize her. Yeah, I was just, like, I honestly, I I feel like I've heard that story so many times, but it really doesn't pique my interest that much. Like, I just think it's a batshit crazy story, yeah. and she's rich and famous, so apparently she's out just fucking making movies already. Like, <laughs> I know, I don't know, it was like, like, um, oh yeah, I guess that would have happened after. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, like, in, like, at least the in the 80s or something. Yeah, at least in the Naked Gun, the OJ stuff happened. <laughs> That was made before. Yeah, right, right. But it is, it is funny when you watch those movies, you're like, this is so, like, it's a different experience. Oh, like, you know, as, like, a point in time, the Will Smith slap thing just happened, and my favorite tweet has definitely been the one where someone fucking asked O.J. Simpson's opinion. And so the headline was, like, O.J. Simpson comments on the Will Smith. I was like, some things we don't need to hear about from O.J. Simpson. Please. Almost most things we don't need to hear about. Please tell me he had a negative reaction to the violence. I didn't click on it. I presume Fair. that he was, you know, but How whatever. How could anyone be so violent? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't murder people just because you don't like them. I mean, slap. <laughs> right. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's where we're at. Okay, so yes, Patty Hearst makes an appearance. <laughs> The Patty Hearst. <laughs> what? Like, and I mean, from that point, it's like, well, can only go down from here. There's no we, holds barred here. The top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, where does Patty Hearst even go when she 
top of being a biodome. <laughs> top of the dome. Top of the dome. Um, all right. So we have our characters are two dumb boys that are Bud and Doyle. Bud and Doyle. Which Baldwin was it? Stephen? Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Is Stephen Baldwin the same man who is in Men in Black as like a cockroach? No, no, that's Vincent D'Onofrio. Do you know who I'm talking about? Are you talking about sugar water? Yes! Yes! Sugar water! Sugar water is not Stephen Baldwin? No, that's Vincent D'Onofrio. He looks like Stephen I feel like we've had this conversation before. Well, Vincent D'Onofrio looks super different now because when he was in Daredevil, he was like bald and huge, but... I know. I feel like as I was just now making the face and saying sugar water, I really feel like I've done it before on the podcast. You can't say it without making the the twisted face. Well, you have to like do your neck like that to get the sound right. Okay, so so not the guy from Men in Black. No, that's so funny. Stephen Baldwin. (laughs) Stephen Baldwin is Doyle. Holly Shore is Bud. Yeah. Okay. Doyle Mm -hmm. has really gross hair. Like white people dreadlocks, is that what those are even called? Yeah, but like, aren't they kind of like braided? They're it's awful, like, and it's like in long. his face. Yeah, it's they're short. It's like a real '90s vibe. It's a real '90s like pothead. Yeah, garbage yeah. vibe. <laughs> um, so we start off. These two guys inexplicably have girlfriends, and the girlfriends want them to go really to some, hot ones. Yeah, to some sort of Earth Day event. And so they get out of it by, like, Bud smacks Doyle with a book so he can pretend like he's sick. The irony was that it was an encyclopedia, because if like, there was going to impart some knowledge. Oh. It's a smarter comedy yeah. than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> so when the girls come by, they're like, oh, we can't go. He's sick. Oh, also they're brothers. They are brothers, and I'm over here Googling something for a reason, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they couldn't see you. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted you personally to know, Andrea, that I wasn't ignoring you. Um, And then, but then the girls figure it out, because the book that they, he smacked him and left an imprint on his head, and so they're mad at them. Yeah, and so the girls are really, like, uh, wrapped up in like environmental issues and it's so funny because it reminds me of like it's like same time frame of like clueless right where like shoot they were also like rich people fake into helping the planet right and i what i was googling was when did climate when did global warming become a thing (laughs) and it says in sometime 1988 was the first time it was really broached and i was like so now we're into the 90s and we're in this phase where people don't really think it's a thing. And they're yeah. just like hippies who are like doing faux environmental right. things. I think that is the backdrop that we place Biodome on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the they're mad at them, obviously. So then the girls are going to go to the Earth Day thing. And they're going to like try and teach them a lesson by picking up other guys. But. Well, they basically broke up with them at this point, I think. Uh, yeah. So, like, they kind of broke it off, and that then they need to go prove to the girls that they're, like... Care about the environment. Yeah, I think that... So, now it's... Can I just mention that you're not going to mention the part where... I'm not going to mention that part! Are you talking about the part that I watched through my fingers? Yes. And I... I want to mention it because then that means you've mentioned fingernails twice in the podcast episode. Uh, Bud's character has Doyle clip his toenails with his teeth. It's it's horrific. It's a horrific experience. And Andrea was like, literally had her hands on her face. And I was saying, tell me when it's over. Like, Literally at that moment, I was like, oh, she's really going to not like this one. (laughs) I mean, that totally, that's beyond anything I remember. So, yes. <laughs> like, I would rather see violence. Although, to that. be fair, that was probably the grossest part of the movie. So, at least they got over, you know, over at the beginning. That's true. That's true. Oh. Okay, sorry. Watching TV eating toenails is on my list. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the girls are at the thing. They meet some ASU swimmers. 
but they're trying to make him jealous but like how do how would how do the guys know they call them remember. and they're like we're gonna oh, go to a right. we're gonna go to a party with these guys that we met they're oh, super right. cool we met them and they're like no no you know they start panicking that they're going and so then the guys decide they need to go steal their girls back and as they're on their way um doyle desperately needs to pee Yes. And so they stop at the new mall. Yes, the new, what they think is the new mall. Mm-hmm. It is actually the Biodome. It is opening day of the Biodome. And the Biodome. Opening and closing day. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While they're trying to make it seem like it's really big or something, it's like when you see it from the outside, it's like the size of a football field. Maybe, like, two football fields next to each other. Yeah, you would think it would be the size of, like, a really big mall, at least. And it seems yeah. like the size of a disappointing, um, you it's know, like, like, the size like of a children's REI. museum, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the size of an REI. <laughs> <laughs> As though that's a standard size. Yeah, they yeah. probably just fit into whatever space they're in. Right. Like it's it's maybe the size of a Walmart. <laughs> right, right. Um, so they're trying they like have to smooth talk this guard to get by so they go to the bathroom. It's just dude, guys, why bother with this? They're men with penises. So they really should have like eaten some bad curry and had to do something else because like they could have just gone on the side of the road yeah. like well, there was says no... he's too shy literally like, if you're that literally, shy why are you doing this confrontation with this guard literally he just chewed his brother's toenails off the <laughs> fact that he can't pee on the side of the road in the middle by the way we're in like arizona or new mexico like we're in yeah. the middle of the desert yeah. like there's no one around it's totally fine <laughs> like <laughs> anyways so they distract the guard by throwing some fireworks and then they run into the quote unquote mall. Yeah. And then pee into a waterfall. So Yes. So disrupting this the science. The equilibrium but, of yeah. the environment. But so there's all these scientists outside, like they're about to go in for a year is the experiment and try and keep it in one hundred percent science homeostasis do you remember <laughs> learning about that i remember like the, the word stasis movie but do you remember how big of a deal the hole in the ozone layer was when we were a kid yes and i've heard a lot about that yeah really. no how'd that fall off the face of <laughs> and then el nino was like such a big deal yeah um maybe it was like oh we'll do a fun segment on this that weather thing is happening and the kids will learn but what they don't understand as teachers is that because we've only lived like eight years that taking like a whole three months to talk about El Nino makes it seem like it's a fucking huge disaster. <laughs> like it was like an outsized issue in my mind, right? Like it's like how um, I think we all definitely thought that quicksand was quicksand, be a yes. bigger issue than it has <laughs> right, been. Right. And then even if you stand on quicksand, you don't like sink and die. Like you could just pull your foot out. <laughs> like it's not. Um, can we mention that the investor is the grandpa from Luck of the Irish? Yeah, I was like, I look at this guy and I think leprechaun. Why? And you were like, he's the grandpa from Luck of the Irish. So funny. Okay. So, yeah, so they sneak in to pee and they disrupt the equilibrium. And then the scientists, you know, go in. And get Very, locked in. Yeah, and they get, like, the door sealed. They're locked in for a year now. And then Bud and Doyle come up behind them and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And they're like, can't you just let him out? And they're like, no, that defeats the whole purpose. And I was like, it's been, like, two minutes. Just restart the clock. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, they're like, they, they say, like, those doors won't open for a year, but it's like, that's what if unsafe. there's an emergency? Yeah, that's unsafe. Like, I... That that was a plot hole. Well, the point was actually like it wasn't just to keep it a homeostasis. What they were saying is that it was supposed to be like so that they could recreate Earth in space. So what they were trying to do was see oh. do we have everything we need in order to like colonize Mars? Oh, yeah, that was like the main point. That seems like a more worthwhile cause than what I thought they were. I thought they were just doing it just to for see. environmentally reasons. Yeah, no, no, no. That was like the the idea oh so also at this 
or maybe not around this time, at some point near this, <laughs> the, the girls see, at some point before or after <laughs> the girls see them on TV and they're like, they do care about the environment. Like, I'm like, I don't understand how they keep getting tricked by these guys. Yeah, they're sweet, but dumb. Um, Oh, and here's something, this is something funny that I wrote down. It says, it, so it says it won't open for a year and that it's bionic glass. The fuck does what that? What is bionic glass? Yeah, it has <laughs> eyes in it. So like, um, <laughs> the other thing is that they, because this happened literally immediately, like as all the cameras are there, they're like, oh, these two guys are here to simulate the chaos theory. We planned this. Yeah. So they're like trying to like just pot it off. That wouldn't, just, like, even make sense for an experiment, though, because it's, like, you wouldn't have the chaos be for that be, like, 20% of the group. Right. Like, you would just have to be, like, 5%. <laughs> It'd be a few things that go wrong. Yeah. yeah like, oh, it the would, water pump stops yes, working. Yes, that's Can what I was just going to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, the water pump starts working. You have to dive down in the water to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, nightmare. <laughs> I know. You just, just watched Last Breath. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, now there's kind of a little thing of them running around getting into shenanigans, especially in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. They, it's funny um, that you watched it and were like, this would be dope. I was like, that jungle would be fun for about a day. Well, because as a kid, it seems bigger, right? But like, I'm an adult now right, and I'm like, that's, that's a pond that could be in someone's backyard. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, I imagined there was more to it, you know? <laughs> So then my next thing is soy casserole for dinner. They don't like it. Oh, you it. just like breezed over the sexual harassment. Okay. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> this movie is not appropriate for 2022. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put, because they have to sleep in like a janitor's closet because obviously there's not space for them. And they, they do, um, it's funny, they're given one pillow and one blanket and they do rock, paper, scissors for it. But I guess Doyle always does um paper so so bud always wins yeah he's the smarter of the two and neither of them are smart <laughs> yeah and so doyle has to use a, a mop as a pillow <laughs> and a plastic bag as a thing but the thing is that they're locked in there don't you think everyone has like two sets of sheets they could have come up with something yeah something better also than what like was. there's a pretend jungle out there like you can make something what if they just did like uh naked and afraid but like in that little jungle yeah <laughs> yeah anyway um but so they're there's like two women that are kind of three, I guess there's three women scientists, but the two hot ones are in one room. Right. Yeah, one of them is Kylie Minogue. And um they go crawl into bed with them. And it's not And great. then the girls just scream and they run out and they're like, ha 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 and it's like that's inappropriate. Well those guys are so gross. What I was thinking was like, now I have to change my sheets before oh, I yeah. even sleep on this. <laughs> also they were on the floor. Ugh. Gross. I um, think the floor is the cleanest thing about them. But that's true. Okay. <laughs> okay, so now we are at soy casserole. Dinner, and they're soy casserole. And they, they eat it and they're like, what, you don't like the soy casserole? What? A, I think I was saying something like, does that even make sense? Like, wouldn't that be like, oh, this is my dairy casserole? Like, it's so general, but you were like, no, you can do soy, but I don't know why you would ever put it in a casserole. Right, like, <laughs> like, there's a way that... They were just trying to make it seem like environmentally, like, you know, fake food or whatever, but it's like, you wouldn't make a so what's a soy casserole like a tofu casserole but why would you make that's what i like said. tofu into casserole like <laughs> yeah. like that seems like the least appealing texture well like my confusion is like i can't pick up a piece of soy and eat it right you could pick up a piece of tofu and eat it okay soy tofu. is a bean okay okay <laughs> or a sauce but <laughs> <laughs> or a milk i mean is it soybean casserole is it it yes, was more okay, like it didn't confusion. yes, I'm with you, like it didn't really make sense. But either way, I was just thinking like even if it's just tofu or like whatever, you're just making like weird texture. Out also, of this. like they should have made soup. That would have went a longer way for doing I guess I guess this isn't about survival, it's just about getting protein. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Alright, alright. So <laughs> I don't know why you would ever put it in a casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Soy casserole. Um so basically, they're causing lots of trouble. They're kind of just ruining everything. They're bungee jumping from the top. They're playing football with coconuts. They're not helping with any chores. However, There's... they have made um, 
oh, merch really... for him because merch oh, yes, for them because they're Doyle yeah Benson. yeah the Bud and Doyle merch is very popular. They that they have uh, shirts with their heads on them that say "Thriving on Chaos." Oh yeah, which is kind of my motto. Oh. But... <laughs> yeah, that's you, Miss. I better clean above the microwave before my guests come over and thrive <laughs> on chaos. <laughs> you don't want anyone to see the gunk that's up there. Um. Oh, and if Annie or John come over, they can see. <laughs> yeah. Our two very tall friends. <laughs> Connor has said, "So help me God, if that microwave is dirty." <laughs> when we like, when we would like walk over to your place. <laughs> Did you guys catch me cleaning it one time? Like, where, where is this coming from? I don't know. I just always like of all the stuff you clean, that was the one that stuck with me the most <laughs> because I was like, this should be a last priority for cleaning because <laughs> nobody can see it. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Also, there's a one of the scientists is like a bug guy and into. Entomologist, yeah. Um, and he has all these rare and exotic and like whatever, like all these things in little little box, little containers. And the guys are playing something stupid, like I don't know, like they're playing hide and seek. They're playing hide and seek, (laughs) yeah. Or I, yeah. And so one of them is they're going in there, like knocking stuff over, and they basically like there's like there's like a butterfly, two butterflies that are like these are so rare, we have them. We're trying, trying to, to get, get them, them to, to breed. Maybe we should put them in my fish tank. Uh, <laughs> um, I think they'll drown. <laughs> and then they, of course, like, while they're running around in there, they, like, let loose them all. Yeah, they, like, like knock all of the terrariums or whatever over and break a bunch of shit and then all the bugs get let loose and it's not pleasant. Yeah. They, the guy calls it a non-stop moronathon, which I liked. <laughs> um, they used shower heads to go golfing and used a goat as their golf caddy. I liked that. That, that was, was creative, cute. at least. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. And then they tried to... Well, at least when they're doing that stuff, they're out of the way. Like, they're not actively right. <laughs> breaking things. Well, then they did the, the sweet thing where they tried to get the bugs back. Yeah. They put up a bunch of, like, flypaper on the, on the wall hoping that like the butterflies will get fly into there and get stuck or whatever which like obviously that's not great for them because bugs are tiny and they probably wouldn't well bug paper is meant to catch and let bugs die um, and just obviously wants to catch them alive <laughs> but at least like there was some effort put in so after that they get locked in the janitor's closet and then because of that they get restless and start crawling through the vents yeah. and break into a room to find a lot of food and then nitric oxide where they get themselves high and so then they get so upset with them that they lock them in the desert section yeah they like make them yeah go to the desert lift up a ladder the only escape but they genuinely have like no food and water there i was like are you gonna let them die yeah there? like what is that? yeah i was like is that the experiment that's like. a little fucked up um yeah um, and also like how is one ladder the way that like right like things connect like it was right. just very weird um but yeah it's looking grim they think they're gonna die and then they find a window that has a key in it mm-hmm. and they just open the window and crawl out yeah <laughs> like it's like how is that overlooked like <laughs> i don't but so then they escape and they order a pizza. They order a bunch of pizzas, and the person who delivers them is Russell, one of the girlfriend's roommates. I and thought that was her stepdad. I don't know. She lived with it. Yeah, maybe. I don't, oh, know. I don't know. Stepdad, go with it. <laughs> um, and then they he tells the boys that the girls are throwing a party at they call it Arizona Tech. The the strong insinuation is that it's ASU since it's a party school. <laughs> and then um the boys are like, we have to throw an even bigger and better party. We're going to have it at the Biodome. Honestly, not a bad, of all their ideas. No, it's like, one of the seemed very ones. fun. Yeah. Um, and Jack Black and Tenacious D were at oh, right. Arizona Tech University right, for their play. party. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the party's dope. There's like a pig roasting like yeah. at a luau. bounce house yes a, a live band a bounce house the bounce house was the one where you were like how did the scientists not hear this all happening right i feel like <laughs> they come in the party when the party's like mid-swing so it's like you couldn't have missed this happening like, like, it's not big enough planning it like, right like 
or making phone calls. Like um, if it, if this was as big as the mall and the party was in the real Macy's and the scientists happened to be in the men's Macy's at the other end of the mall, maybe you wouldn't have noticed for a little while. But this is like being in Target and being like in the food section, which is next to the women's clothing section. You would have noticed. And there's like a live band in the electronics. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah. you never know. Sometimes there's the two-story target and that's not, you know, but. <laughs> yeah. But so basically the world is like dead. It's at like 1% science. Well, whatever. the biodome. I love how you just keep calling it 1% science. <laughs> Homeostasis. Is that not science? It is. I guess you're right. <laughs> you are right. Um, so the, the homeostasis meter is declining rapidly oh and i think that they're they're only like a month in or two months in or something like that. yes yeah it's um, pretty early on yeah yeah i wrote down um irish investor arrives noah who is like the sciency leader has disappeared after breaking through handcuffs they handcuffed him during this party yeah and then i put one month in all caps because it makes it seem like this has been six months or something of right, torture. And they did all this damage in one month. Right. Which is basically what humans do. Oh. Planet. <laughs> and also this Noah person. He's like the head scientist. He seemed like he was the most like nice to them in the beginning. He tried to like incorporate them and stuff. But he, yeah. Drive him insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the girls are at the party and they're like, this was a terrible plan to get us back. Like now we're mad that you wrecked this whole environment like <laughs> yeah they, they broke up with the boys because and that was like actual like, breakup ruined the biodome and they're really upset and then boys realized so when they were having to pee earlier they happened to be at a dried out lake called vasquez lake irrelevant story but either way they <laughs> well, go thank you for bringing it up they, well, well no because they they go we made we made biodome of vasquez lake like they real they put two and two together that like this real life situation happened where the lake dried up and it got ruined by people sucking and oh. that's what we did to the biodome so now we have to fix it oh, okay. and homeostasis is at 1.7 percent and if they don't <laughs> fix it within like a week they'll run out of air or whatever so this is like my favorite part of the movie basically they like get everybody out and everybody leaves and you have to clean up but they convince the scientists. Okay, the main leader scientist guy, he's like gone totally insane. He's gone for now. And the, they convince them to help clean up the world. And there was, there's like a nice little. Oh, also Doyle eats the key. Oh, gross. yeah. Because the. About how dirty are. Right. The scientists want to leave because they're like, it's at 1.7%. This is damaged beyond repair. So, like, there's nothing we can do. And. But and Doyle are like, we want our girlfriends back, so you're gonna stay and fix this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which seems a little unfair, but <laughs> there was also like some guy, like a delivery guy, someone guy at the party who's like, wait, 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 before like, right. they like close he's it. about to swallow the the key and he's like, wait for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they convince him to help. Oh, and I, <laughs> I was very confused by this. So yeah, so the computer says they have 14 days to fix it or it won't produce oxygen. So I was like, so they die if they don't fix it in two weeks? You were like, no, they don't die. It just fails. But No, it was like at 1.7%, there wasn't enough air being created by like the plants and whatever, however the thing was supposed to be working, right? But like if they got it fixed to some degree, then they'd at least have enough air. So they had two weeks to at least start cleaning it up. Right. It didn't have to be 100% oh, just to make air, that's right? That's why I was very... It doesn't have to be perfect, but it had to, like, not be 1.7% <laughs> efficacy. There's, like, so there's, like, a montage of them cleaning it up and with the scientists, and that was my favorite part of the thing. Because I think they're trying to, like, they're playing a song. What was the song they were playing during it? Oh, well, I think that they started to play music to get them to come out. So they're trying to play annoying music, but they're playing safety dance. Yes. Which yeah. is like what I think of. If I hear that song, I think of this movie. What? Which is probably why I think of this movie at all. Oh and then like, the my favorite parts is like, they're using all the garbage, right? So like, they have all these cans from the party. So they're trying to make like a reflector to like, create rain and whatever. And then the part that my brother and I used to always reference was when uh, Doyle is sitting there using all the cigarette butts because they needed to filter air. So he's like, oh, I have an idea. 
So he's making a filter out of cigarette butts, but he's just sitting there going, making a filter, making a filter. And then Bud what comes- What context would you have to reference that? <laughs> we just like saying it. I don't know. Also, our parents smoked, so I don't know. There's cigarettes around. Uh-huh. So yeah, montage and them fixing it up. And I put, they're friends now. Oh, I did write. Okay, then they keep having progress of the homeostasis, the science. Yeah. And it's going like 40, 50. Marginally One better. of them is 69. Yes. Um, but they have to get it. Oh, and they're showing them celebrate like little holidays. And that's why I was also confused by this because I was thinking that this whole thing was the two weeks. Yeah, and you kept you like, saying no. that. And I was like, no, no, no. This is like longer now. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, Monique and Jen are the girlfriends. They came by to talk to the boys, and the boys were like, we're doing this for you. We want to win you back. They're like, oh, we'll But wait. they will ultimately screw up again. I mean, I'm sure they will go there. Yeah. We um, need to go to a dark place, Andrew. Oh, Oh, so also, like, the lead scientist guy, he has, like, a long beard. He's being super creepy. He's, like, crawling around in the walls and stuff. Did we see him ahead of time? Huh? That we didn't see him until the very end. Well, you see him kind of pop out of events. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. True. I guess, yeah. <laughs> You're bringing it up a little early. <laughs> oh, but that's not true. I guess I have... What, right I, what I, have, I have is trying to drive them out by playing safety dance. Up to 48% homeostasis. Up to 69. Oh, that was one thing I noted. Up to 69% homeostasis. They were excited about that one. Oh, <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, Noah is in the vents, and he's gone nuts and is making bombs out of coconuts. Yes, he's making bombs, and he kind of gets the guys to help help him plant them around, even though it's, like, guys. Like, I know you don't know science, but, like, a regular coconut have, like, a big light and a switch. Well, and, by the way, the two, what were considered the two hot scientist girls, all three of them were very pretty, so it's unfair that the other one deemed un- undesirable yeah. but maybe a little racist but uh yeah. <laughs> but the other two girls come in and try to like hook up with the boys and bud's like wait i have a girlfriend <laughs> and then doyle's very disappointed but it was it was a moment of growth for the boys because mm-hmm. this is the last night in the biodome oh yeah and then is this when the kerfuffle happens with the bombs yes yes okay. so they find noah's hideout and um, they find him with the sack of coconut bombs, and Doyle is like triggering them and juggling them. Like, you're not gonna make a joke about Noah having a lovely bunch of coconuts. Deedly dee. <laughs> um, and there's like, yeah, he's juggling them. They they kind of he kind of gets them to plant him around, and then there is like an explosion that happens. But it's like fine. Well, no, they're playing. Remember, they're playing around with one, and he's like, "Go long," and he misses catching it, and it explodes. And oh, then they're right. like, "Ooh, shit! Yeah, what we do?" Um, and so then the boys are running to tell everyone to get to the entrance or whatever. Right, right. But then it still would mean the experiments fail because doesn't it have to be at a hundred when the doors open? Isn't that the point? I don't know. I don't know why they were so fixated on 100. I mean, to be quite honest, like, if you're out in space and that thing's operating at, like, 96%, you're probably, like, like, that's probably good. Like, the range is probably between 90 and 100 or something. Producing air. Yeah. Right? And and fruit and whatever, right? right. Like, like, you you would really truly never be at 100%. Like, what the fuck does 100% mean? (laughs) You're saying there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... If you, I'm saying this, the science isn't quite sound. There's no such thing as biology. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, so Bud, Bud and them are fighting for the detonator. Bud right. and Noah. And so Bud gets it, but then Noah has one more coconut and throws it. It explodes, but everyone's okay. But it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was successful. They come out and kiss their girlfriends, walk away with them. And then the last thing is you see the lead Noah running off into the desert like a madman, <laughs> setting it up for a sequel, I guess. Well, and the sequel is because the boys drive off and have to go pee again and stop at a nuclear facility. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. 
funny, actually. That's a funny setup. <laughs> so maybe Polly Shore will come back for the 30-year anniversary or 40-year anniversary, 30-year anniversary of the, of the movie to do the nuclear one. Maybe he's been there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's been there the whole time. <laughs> he's, been, he's been in there keeping it at 100%. Yeah, him and Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Andrea, that's, I mean, that was Biodome. It was. At least it wasn't three hours. That's true. Or, wait, did I make you watch a bad movie that was three hours? No, I'm just saying. The, the positives. <laughs> I think it was a tight 120. Focusing on, the po- focusing on the positives. <laughs> right. So are you ready, Andrea? Yes. To tell me what you think of this movie? Do you? A. You'll never get this time back. That was a great sentence. <laughs> D-U-A. <laughs> Do you B? <laughs> we'll never watch it again, but you enjoyed yourself. Or do you C? Tell everyone else to just watch it. Um, There were parts that I enjoyed, like, mostly when they're friends with the scientists now, and they're helping the mm-hmm. scientists be more whimsical but overall i won't get this time <laughs> okay so to be fair i looked it up and it's only an hour and 28 minutes okay <laughs> that's 90 minutes it's not bad no no hour and a half um i mean i think that that's fair it's pretty much what i expected yeah um, I, I'm not, like, disappointed or butthurt. I just wanted to share a part of my inappropriate childhood with you. That is funny. funny. Oh, no boobs. No there boobs. were no boobs. No boobs. No, good, good point. There were no boobs. No boobs. And to be fair, like, about why, you know, like, other people didn't like this. Alec Baldwin told his brother Stephen Baldwin that doing this movie could end his acting career. Kylie Minogue has called this film her worst career move. <laughs> It's the she's only not thing even in it very It's much. the only thing she's done in her professional life that her father ridicules her for. <laughs> Andrea, it seems like you are not the only one with this opinion. And you didn't even star in it, so you can feel good about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am glad that I wasn't in the You movie. wasted 90 minutes, not many days making the movie. Right, right. I mean, I I like I said, I enjoyed some parts. And I enjoyed the beer that I drank while we watched it. You're welcome. <laughs> and I will say I like Polly Shore's character a lot more than I liked Alec Baldwin. Oh, for Stephen sure. Stephen Baldwin. Baldwin. Oh, character. for sure. He's <laughs> like way more of a person. Endearing and a person. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he's less gross. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to recap? No, that's it. I wish you hadn't brought up the feet thing. I'm going to try and forget it. See if I can even sleep tonight. I know you tried to forget it. I couldn't. You were so horrified. Watching you watch it through your fingers was... <laughs> that's one picture we didn't take when we did our photo shoot. That's what you, we should have done. Right, right. <laughs> All right, we well... We can know, know then to care for... Um, you can email us at justwatchitpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at justwatchit underscore pod. And I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And this was Just Watch It.